Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about how to survive setbacks and thrive because of them. This week, we listened to 26 episodes. The three best ones talked about how to perform under pressure and how discipline empowers us. But first, for the bonus this week, wanted to share a quick experience we had. Last week, we went and we ran. I ran a 5K. My wife, Sarah, ran a half marathon. And it was just, it was a powerful experience and a powerful learning moment. We did it with a friend who had never run one before, a 5K. And after the 5K, we were both complaining. We kept complaining after Sarah finished. And she probably loved hearing people complain who ran 10 miles less than her. But, but we were hurting and sore. And, but what was interesting was we talked about how when we were finishing the 5K, how exhausted we were and how we felt tired and miserable. But then only a couple minutes later, we, we felt fine. We were still a little sore, but we weren't hurting. We weren't in pain. And it was a good opportunity for us to realize that when we push ourselves in the moment, it's hard. But once it's done, we look back and we're so grateful that we've done it. And so we wanted to share this because it's, it relates to our performance and discipline. That a lot of times discipline sounds like we're limiting ourselves, that we're not going to be able to do things. But we'll talk about how it really empowers us and it frees us to go after what we want to do. It gives us the time and the energy to focus on what matters most. And that reminded me of one of my favorite quotes, which comes from Vince Lombardi, one of the greatest NFL football coaches of all time. He said, I firmly believe that any man's finest hour, the greatest fulfillment of all that he holds dear, is that moment when he has worked his heart out in a good cause and lies exhausted on the field of battle, victorious. The first podcast from this week is a new one. It's called How To by Charles Duhigg. If the name sounds familiar, Charles wrote the book, The Power of Habit. It's a great one that we definitely recommend. And this podcast is another really great one where he has people call in with something they're struggling with or something they want to get better at. And then he goes and interviews experts to help them accomplish whatever they're going after. So this time, the title of it is How to Perform Under Pressure. Someone was uh, going to audition to be in an orchestra and they were trying to get their mind right so that they could focus and that they could reach their full potential. They felt like they were holding themselves back in other auditions. One of the main messages that I got from this was the importance of preparation. That a lot of times we try to think of shortcuts or a silver bullet that will make it easier, but really we just have to do the work ahead of time and then we'll feel so much better in the moment. It reminded me of a quote from Benjamin Franklin. He said, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And getting into the podcast, Charles talked about how we, and he interviewed a performance coach as well. And he talked about how we shouldn't strive for perfection. How a lot of times before a big event, we say, oh, we have to perform perfectly or else we 
we'll have regret, we'll be frustrated. But he said there's no such thing as perfection. Instead, we should strive for excellence. And then when we don't hold ourselves to such a high standard, we won't have as much anxiety or stress before. I also like they shared a quote from Buddha, the Buddha, and he said, attachment to results is the root of all suffering. And what he means by this and what they were talking about is that we should focus on what we can control, not the outcome. And so they talked about some things we can do before and during an event to perform up to our potential. They said we should try to relax ahead of time and during the event, recognizing it's normal to be nervous. They said don't worry about anxiety. Instead, try to channel that feeling into our performance to make us better. And then they focused on how we need to visualize and practice ahead of time. And they said we want it to be as specific and as close to the actual event as we can. So if we're studying for a test, ideally we would be studying in the same room. They talked about for the person that was going to audition for the orchestra, they had him do, I think they had him do jumping jacks. They had him do a physical activity to get his heart rate up. So after he'd done jumping jacks and his heart rate was up, that was close to what he would feel like during the audition when he was stressful and when his heart rate was going faster. Then they talked about how when you're not afraid, you have the freedom to perform your best. And that's what all those things will help us to do, to not be afraid in the moment. And then they talked about some specific tactical things that we can do to also help us not be afraid and to reach our full potential. The first was they said before a big event, a lot of times we'll want to practice as much as we can. And sometimes that means sacrificing our sleep. And they said that's the complete opposite of what we should do. They said, if anything, we should sacrifice our practice to get more sleep. They said that those who are getting even eight hours of sleep will perform better when they increase it to nine or 10 hours. And, and I know that's probably not realistic for a lot of us, but just increasing, if we're currently at six or seven, just increasing it a little bit, they said, can make a big difference. And they gave a great example that boxers, prize fighters, don't fight the week before a fight. So they, they're getting at how we need to give ourselves the time we need to rest. And they also said we want to try to get our mind right the morning before the event. So they recommended watching comedy. It could be watching an inspirational video on YouTube. Whatever it is that will help you, just try to help get your mind in the right place so it's not stressed or anxious about what's coming, but instead it's focused. They said on the day of, you want to, wherever you're going, if it's for an interview, a test, you want to arrive early and take everything slowly. That gives you the time to get there, to get used to everything, and then you're not rushing, trying to take care of last minute things, but instead you can be calm and composed. And finally, they said, when you need to perform, don't think, just react and have fun. The next podcast from this week is Masters of Scale. Reed Hoffman interviewed the extremely successful CEO of LinkedIn, Jeff Weiner. And they talked about how we, in our life, and this is in our personal and professional life, we need a drumbeat that cements our culture, mission, and values. So this applies with our job, but also our families. 
And the way that I understand this is they're talking about how we need a purpose that unites all those things together, which helps us when things get hard and to helps us to stay motivated and to push through those hard times. They said with that drumbeat though, or whether it's our vision, we need to constantly be emphasizing it and repeating it to ourselves and to others, because that's the only way that we can internalize it and make it happen. And one way to do this, they said, is that you really have to be passionate about it. And I know that's cliche and, and we're tired of hearing that, but they said if our passion makes it irresistible to us, then it will be irresistible to everyone else. And this reminded me of the best teachers that I've had in my life have been the ones who really were passionate, who loved the work and loved the students. They did it not just for a paycheck, but because they wanted to be there and they wanted to help us grow. And it's the same in our life. If we can find that drumbeat or that purpose that is constantly going in our life, we'll have the motivation and the momentum to keep going. But to do this, and especially when we're in a leadership role, whether that's as a parent, a coach, or in our work, they said you have to repeat yourself so much that you get sick of hearing it, but you can't show that you're bored to the people you're leading. It's the only way for them to internalize it, and it might be the first time they hear the message. So I have zero kids, so I'm very uh, cautious of trying to talk about parenting, but I imagine that that's how it is with kids, that you constantly have to be emphasizing and repeating your family's values and what matters most to you. And then they talked about when Jeff started at LinkedIn, how he was able to win over that crowd and how he was able to help them take the next step forward. And I really liked it. The first thing that Jeff did with them was he met with every person at the company and he learned what he could from them. And that must have sent such a strong message that everyone on that team was important. He didn't just meet with the top leaders or the board members, but he met with every single person. And what I really liked was that when he talked with them, Jeff didn't focus on what to change. Instead, he talked about building on the successes that were already happening. And this is true in our personal life as well. A lot of times we focus on our weaknesses and that's not a bad thing. We wanna recognize them and we want to try to grow and become better, but we should also celebrate our successes and we should try to emphasize them and build on those things that we're already good at. And then Jeff talked about what makes a team or an environment that is inspiring. Jeff said, it comes down to three things to have inspiration. And again, I know it's cliche, but I think this is helpful whether it's at work or at home. Jeff said the three things are one, clarity of vision, two, courage of one's convictions, and three, the ability to effectively communicate those two things. And he said if the leader doesn't believe that with every fiber of their being, people won't sign up for the journey. So we need to know what our vision is. We need to have courage and be convicted to it and then we need to be able to effectively communicate those two things. What was interesting, just to wrap up, one of the main things that drove Jeff was compassion. And again, I know that might make you roll your eyes, and I, I definitely understand. I was surprised to hear someone so high up in business talk about compassion. But I think that's what has made him such a great leader. Jeff said, compassion is paying attention 
to each other's well-being and taking care of each other, which is really what I think we all want, whether it's with our family, friends, or coworkers. Jeff said, the key part of compassion is to put yourself in other people's shoes and to see the world from their perspective, trying to understand the battles that they are fighting. This is true, but we also need to recognize the battles that we are fighting. We need to have the self-awareness to know when we might be triggered or when we might go somewhere we don't want to go, whether that's to anger, frustration, stress, whatever it may be. And when we have that self-awareness, we can prevent ourselves from acting in a way that we will regret later. And just to wrap up, they talked about how to maintain and build our culture, we need to reward people for how they do things, not just for what they do. The process matters as much as the outcome. The book for this week is Mindset by Carol Dweck, and she talks about how critical that is. That when we just reward people for the outcome, for what they did, they will try to cheat or they'll take shortcuts and do whatever it takes to get to that outcome instead of focusing on the process. And finally, they said we need to go to have a great life in our personal and professional life. Jeff said we need to go from vision to values. Vision is why we are doing it and values is how we will make it happen. The final podcast from this week is another great one from the Tim Ferriss Show. This week, Jocko Willink took over and did question and answers with different people and different themes. And Jocko, if you've heard of him before, um, he's an extremely successful person. He was in the Navy SEALs and then he rose up and was a Navy SEAL commander. He helped train other Navy SEALs. Now he's a successful author. He's written Extreme Ownership and several other books, some parenting books. And his main idea is extreme ownership, which is taking responsibility for everything in our life. He says everything in life gets better when you take ownership for it, whether that's our health, our relationships, or our finances. He said if we want financial freedom, we need financial discipline. And at times, I think he may take this a bit too far, taking ownership for things that we really can't control. So I don't know if I fully agree with everything he says about taking ownership, but it is such an empowering mindset that instead of complaining, it helps us to actually change the situation. It forces us to ask, what can I do to make this better? The next question they asked was, he said, how do you have discipline? And he said when people ask him how to get through Navy SEAL training, he always tells them the same thing. And it's just two words. He says, don't quit. I know it's probably underwhelming for people that are looking for a shortcut or a silver bullet or a magic pill. But Jocko says it's that simple. As long as you don't quit, you'll get through it. And this is how it is in our own life as well. If we want to be successful, whether it's writing a book, a project we're working on, starting a new workout, we will be successful as long as we don't quit. So that means we need to rely on others for help, for guidance, and we need to build our environment and support system to help us keep going. And the idea of not quitting 
was, it was interesting because he recognized that that's not always great advice. He said it makes sense in training, but it doesn't always make sense in life. There are times we need to quit if we're doing a project and it's not the right thing to spend our time on, if we're not getting the right feedback or guidance. He said sometimes we need to quit to do something else or to protect ourselves. Jocko said, you might have to make some tactical retreats to win the long-term war, but don't ever give up on your strategic vision in getting to where you ultimately want to go. And the last part of this episode, he talked about building discipline. He said, to build discipline, make a list the night before of everything you need to do the next day. Then set your alarm clock earlier than normal. When the time comes, just get up. No snooze button, no rationalizing, just do it. And something I've heard him talk about before is when we win that first battle of beating our alarm clock, that gives us the momentum and the strength to keep going and to win the next one in the day. And if we can just take it one step at a time, then we can finish all those things we wrote down that we need to do. Jocko says, don't think about whether it is hard or not, or whether you need discipline, just do it. And then as you notice the difference, you'll feel better, which will give you the motivation to keep going. And the final point, he he briefly mentioned it, but I think it's a powerful leadership principle. And he talked about decentralized command. So that's when the leader gives people their vision, but then lets them go out and execute. And again, this doesn't apply just at work. This is probably applicable with parenting as well or with our family, our friends, or our sports teams as well. Because it empowers people if we're giving them our vision and then letting them go out and make it happen. It helps them to take responsibility and to be more committed to the outcome. In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about how to perform under pressure and how to build discipline help you or someone you know this week to build a great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It really does make such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. Thanks for listening. We know your time is super valuable and it means a lot that you're here. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you on Friday.